Hi, everybody. I'm Gus Johnson along with the governor. He says he got all his jeans from his mom. From his mom. A lot of nylon. A lot of excitement in the air. Yes. And we're ready for college basketball. College basketball. Oh, oh. All right, Big East Barroom fans, we are joined by a first-time patron. We are joined by a Big East regular season champion, a Big East tournament champion at Madison Square Garden. And I will say if there was a defensive player of the year team, Stevie Mitchell would be on it. We are joined by Marquette guard Stevie Mitchell. Stevie, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're lucky to have you. You know, we had TK on, you know, a few times and it's good to have the other half of this backcourt on. Let's be honest, the better half of this backcourt, right? <laughs> I don't know. We got a, a nice backcourt throughout. So, yeah, I don't know. But, like, yeah. That's awesome. So, you were just telling us about uh, you guys are headed to Italy this offseason, so you must be hyped about that. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to, you know, just spending time with each other and then also getting to play a little bit. So, that should be a lot of fun. What does the playing look like for that? Like, do you play other, Italy, you know, Ita- Italian teams? Do you practice the entire time or what are you doing there? I'm not a thousand percent sure. We're actually like have this like thing where after every like workout we have, we're going to like talk about it a little more and a little more. So I don't really know quite as much yet, but I know we're going to have three games and I think we're practicing as well while we're there, but I'm not sure who we're playing against. That's awesome. Any sites you want to see or anything you're interested in doing while you're out there? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's out there because I've never even been out there. I don't, I'm very bad with geography, so I'm just looking forward to you know whatever, whatever we go past and when we're hanging out with the team, whatever sites we come across. So that should be a lot of fun. Well, Stevie, you be careful because with the pizza and the pasta out there, you gotta you know stay engaged. I do love food. That is something I do love. I love food. Oh, then so, you'll have a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. So Stevie, we figured we'd start from the top. So. We were lucky enough to get this connection through you, Philly High School. You know, you played, you know, Pennsylvania high schools have a great reputation. You know, you play, you Gatorade Player of the Year 2020, 2021, named Mr. Pennsylvania for basketball, Wilson High School, correct? Yeah. And back-to-back champs. That's what I was told. Back to that chance for regional or for somebody for, was trying to tell me there was a difference between the two. So give yeah, me so, a, have, so for us it was county district and state so we're back to back for county we won district my junior year then we lost in the championship the next my senior year to the team that we beat actually in the county championship so Jeez. and and i was looking at your stats you're at like 25 a game and stuff like one of the higher scores of all time Are you were you i don't want to say like the alpha dog but like were you the go-to score did you play with any you know other players that went division one or you know what was that team dynamic like i mean yeah it was just but basically just a bunch of friends you know just playing together having fun my job was to shoot the ball so i was lucky enough to get to shoot the ball just having fun you know but nobody else played division one there's uh one of my teammates he plays at uh, lock haven now though uh but other than that nobody some play like different sports uh, but as far as basketball, a lot of their careers ended uh, after the game we lost. But, yeah, it was pretty much just us having fun. And I got I was lucky enough to have the job to shoot the ball. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's what that was. 
So what I'm hearing is that you were the reason. I mean, if you get all these accolades, Gatorade Player of the Year, Pennsylvania, Mr. Pennsylvania, you were the reason this team was uh, so successful. Um, I was, I guess <laughs> I was one of the reasons, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, even now, like, it's – I think it's more even more evident in college that's just, like, really just a team game. So it's just like, you know, everybody who's on the court impacts winning. So grateful for all my teammates. Still have a relationship with all of them in high school. So – yeah, that was a definitely a fun time. But, I mean, in college, I, I don't remember, like, a lot of the high school stuff because the college is so much fun. So, yeah. Now, Stevie, you were in um, – you are playing high school ball in the um, Philly area while Villanova won their two national championships. Were you following the Big East at the time? Were you following Jalen Brunson, Ryan Archie Diacono? Did you know those names? Uh, yeah, I knew the names, but I mean, before I got to college, I didn't really watch a ton of college basketball. I kind of just enjoyed playing. Uh, but now that I'm actually in college, I, I feel like it's it's more fun to watch because you can either, you know, watch teams we're going to play against or just, you know, teams from around the country that are, you know, good. So I, I definitely started watching college basketball more when I got to college. But before that, I mean, a lot of my friends uh, and like family, like friends and families, were like Villanova fans. So I definitely heard about all that and still hear about all that. So yeah, I was definitely aware, but I didn't really watch much of it. All right. And then a, a follow-up question, uh, 76ers fan, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. No, I've always been a LeBron fan. So wherever he goes, yeah, that's the team I've been cheering for. I, I've been fighting the good fight online recently of LeBron is the goat over MJ. So would you like to just weigh in on that quickly? I think, yeah. I mean, for me, I never even saw MJ really so I can't even vouch for him but from just like LeBron I mean he just made for me that's one of the reasons I just started liking playing the game because just like seeing him play was just like fun to watch so I'm like it's fun to watch man I go pick up a basketball try some of the stuff he does obviously I can't do quite all the all the stuff he does but it just you know makes it interesting and yeah well Steve I have you talked about Nova I get you know, you could tell me I you see all this type of year where uh, or this time of the year where people are putting up their top seven. I have your top seven here. You had Miami, Nova, Stanford, Georgia Tech, St. Joseph's and Marquette. What was the biggest competition to Marquette when you were, you know, getting recruited? Um, I would say probably uh, Temple, I would say, was the one I was right there because I just that was just because I had like such like good relationships with uh, their coaches and coaching staff. So that was definitely like you know, the one I've probably had the biggest competition with Marquette. But, I mean, once I, like, really, like, thought about it, I feel like, yeah. I actually didn't even commit under Coach Smart and his staff. I committed uh, under Wojo along with Cam. And so everything that just happened, we just, you know, just had to take it step by step. Coach Smart got the job. He called both of us on the first day he got it, and we just got to know him. And... It's been a great, it's been great. Like, I feel like it's the best possible situation for me, just uh, what the person Coach Smart is. Uh, yeah, just a good guy to be around and learn from. So I'm definitely grateful that I'm here. And Stevie, what was that conversation like when Coach Smart called you for the first time? You've heard he's got the job. You know, how did that kind of go? And how did he get you to maintain your commitment to Marquette? Um, I would say he was just like, like, he's just a very humble dude. So like, it was just like, you know, getting to know each other at first. And uh, that's pretty much where it got. And like, once we got to like know each other, we kind of like 
realize like we got like share a lot of like the same values and stuff like that so just a lot of like stuff we shared made it just seem like a, a great fit uh that I'm happy that I got that got, got the opportunity to be a part of did you you said that Cam was kind of in the same boat as you were you guys communicating did you you know decide to stay together at the same time or did it just like happen that you the same year and that's just how it shaked, shook out um we were definitely like talking with each other but I think it was like both an independent decision for both of us but like right after we had both com or he committed to Marquette like a long time before I did than I did so once we both committed we like you know started talking to each other built like a little friendship and like we were talking about the, everything that was happening but I feel like we both made like the decision to stay on our own and both of us are like super happy that we did yeah especially with the team success you guys are seeing thanks to both of you yeah definitely so after, so Stevie, you come to Marquette, you're, you know, freshman year, you're starting or well, not starting, but you come in. I got to ask, this is a question I got. I had a good friend that played on the, my basketball team. It was division two though. You dropped 14 points in day one of your college basketball experience. Are you thinking, man, I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> this is like what I got. Like, are you thinking, are you staying humble? Like, what is that experience after you, you know, you kind of have a breakout game on day one. Um, For me, I just felt like, I was just out there having fun. I didn't even, like, realize what it was. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I knew, like, what my role was even, like, after that. Like, no matter what I would have done, like, I knew what my role was and what I had to, like, you know, contribute as a freshman. So I kind of just tried to focus on doing that each and every day. And even if that didn't turn into, like, 14 points the next game and 20 points the next game or anything like that, I just felt like that for, like, being consistent with my role was able to, you know, help me continue to just – contribute in a way I knew I could always contribute you showed up your freshman year to um some you know veterans like Daryl Morcel you know Justin Lewis is only a sophomore but he had been there the previous year um Tyler can you help me out with the center's name I'm blanking on um, that. Wait, Kirk yeah Kirk Quest, thank you um Kirk Quest, what was it like walking into the situation with so much experience and you guys go to the tournament uh you know your first year can you kind of tell what it was like to learn under them that was really cool. Um, obviously, I didn't know any of them personally before. Uh, Greg was also there, too, so he had a ton of experience. So just, like, being around all those guys was really cool. Um, obviously, they had a lot of experience, success. So just learning from them, I feel like that was, like, you know, kind of a big reason for our, our first year of success, just, like, the experience and, like, situations that, you know, Daryl had. He made a lot of uh, big plays, won some big games. Kerr had – just being a voice and Justin, obviously first team all big East that year, Greg had a lot of huge games. So I feel like just the experience and like confidence that they kind of had also rubbed off on the, like everybody else a little bit. So I feel like they're, they're a really good group uh, to, you know, get coach smarts, uh, you know, career at Marquette started. So we just look to continue to build off. We look to build off that year, this year, and then we're looking to build off this year, next year. So, yeah. And big shout out to Kirk Weth, who's in the Spanish league, and I should definitely yeah. remember his name. So great guy, he's a great too. guy. I I gotta ask Stevie. I we maybe we make up narratives, you know, because we're not in the locker room or anything. What's it like with Daryl learning from like a player like Daryl Morsell, who just looks intense at all times, prides himself on defense, is a leader of a team. What was that like? You know, you're kind of playing the same position on now, you know, at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was really cool because I mean. Like the year prior, he just got the uh, defensive player of the year in uh, the Big Ten. So, you know, that person just coming in, 
you're gonna want to like learn from him. You know he's capable. What he's capable of. So just you know, watching him, watching what he does defensively, and then just like him talking and telling me stuff that he does and looks for defensively, it definitely helped me, and I still use it uh, to this day. And then yeah, just being around him, he's a, he's a you know a lot looser off the court, like jokes, have, likes to have fun, joke around. Uh, then you may like see like outside of or outside of the locker room. But yeah, he's serious when he needs to be serious and then a uh, fun guy when he, you know, can be a fun guy. No. So Stevie, you move into the, your sophomore year. That was last year. You, I mean, some of your stats, I mean, maybe it doesn't feel like you took a massive jump for it, but some of your stats just go way up. What do you attribute to that in the off season of between your freshman and sophomore year? I think I just uh, put in a lot of work, you know, in the gym over the summer and then leading up to the season, just working on, just getting better, getting stronger, uh, getting more conditioned, just all that that stuff to just go in there and be able to play every game as hard as I could and just do my role. And then I feel like my relationships with my all my teammates grew uh, from my freshman year to sophomore year. I feel like we all got a lot closer. So uh, that just makes you more confident on the court, off the court, when you just have guys around you that you know care about you. And then my relationship with all my coaches also got stronger. So just being surrounded by guys constantly who support you, love you, and care about you uh, just gives you a lot of confidence. So I feel like that was also a big part of, you know, me being uh, doing more than I did my freshman year. Stevie, part of the reason I, I was just so excited um, that I heard that you were coming on for this podcast is, uh, you know, everybody talks about you as just like this winning player. You know, Shaka Smart has said that, you know, you just have this ability, like you just contribute in all these different ways. When, when TK was on here, he talked about how you go into practice every day and win. Can you talk about like what your mindset is going into a basketball game and, um, you know, how you're able to contribute in just so many ways to your team and, and look where your team is and where they ended up, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like what I pride myself on is just, like, playing hard. I feel like every time I step on the court, I'm going to end up playing hard, whether I go on, like, oh, I'm tired, I'm going to, you know, not go as hard today. I just always end up getting to the point where I'm just playing hard. And I feel like playing hard just leads to, like, good things happening, for me anyway. So I would say that just – and i just a very competitive person – like in just everything I do, I play like, you know, I message games with my friends, competitive. I feel like in the classroom, I'm just, you know, want to competitive because I want to do as good as I can do. So I'm just competitive in that. And then obviously on the court, want to win, uh, want the team to win. Uh, so just got to play as hard and compete, compete forever, like we like we say. And Stevie, it'd be, we'd be remiss to not talk about your defense if we're going to get to this point. You average 1.7 steals per game. I mean, throughout the entire year, you know, how much pride do you take on the defensive end, especially when your offense, your offense last year in Ken Palm, I think got to like five at one point and everyone talks about your offense way it was humming, but you were really the heart and soul of that team defensively. How much pride do you take in that? Uh, I take a lot actually, because uh, my teammates and like coaches, you know, they really care about it and they like express how much they care about it and how much they appreciate and value it. So it makes me like like the deflection, I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but like the deflection belt. So like, like you feel like the man, like you get you win the deflection belt for getting the most deflections in the game. So it's it's really easy to feel like good about that, even though because the people you really care about care about it. So even if it's not like you know something that just like everybody's gonna like, oh that's so cool, but like 
the people you care about caring are the ones who care about it. So that really helps me take pride in it. And then I think it just also goes back to competing. It's just something that goes into winning, playing defense. So I'm just going to try to, you know, do my role and help my team win. Did you, uh, like coming out of high school, did you view yourself as somebody who was going to be one of the best defensive players in the country? Or is that something that really grew under Shaka Smart? How did you get to this point? Um, where uh, I think since my, I mean, I guess, I'm, I guess in high school, I didn't really play defense. I kind of was just in the passing lane, you know, got some steals, but I mainly was just worried about scoring in high school. But once I got here my freshman year, like defense was like, Coach Smart made it like very like clear that defense was, you know, the key to getting on the court. So that's when I started really taking it, you know, kind of serious. And then I felt like I, you know, started doing good at it and just having fun with it. So I just continued to just take it seriously and uh, watch film, just get better at it. And now I just feel like even every day, you know, guarding, when we play pickup, guarding Cam, guarding Tyler, you know, guarding anybody on our team, really. It's just, you know, you're going to get better because they're really good offensively. So, you know, if you challenge yourself against them, then you're going to get better each and every day. So that's, you know, what I'm just trying to focus on now. And Stevie, I got to ask, you're one of the, you know, you were talking about your competitiveness earlier. You seem like you're clapping, you're in, you're, you seem like you got a trash talking game to you. Is that <laughs> true or false? You got to let us know. <laughs> no, nah, I don't, I don't talk trash. I just get get intense, get into it. Uh, I Yeah, I don't really talk. I'll say like, if someone says something to me, I'll say something back, but that's about it. I, I don't really talk trash. Yeah. Well, you, you let the floor slaps talk for themselves, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Floor slaps, floor slaps. Absolutely. So, Steve, after your, you know, at the end of your sophomore year, obviously we know the accolades. You guys win the Big East tournament or the Big East regular season, which is more of a, you know, combination of everything, obviously, you've done throughout the season. You're going into Madison Square Garden. You guys, I feel like Shaka that year was able to, last year was able to play. You were you know, not being respected, right? But you go in as a one seed. What was that like kind of being the hunted finally? Um, it was, it was cool. I mean, like definitely like we still knew what we had to do and like what we had to do, we had to do all the things that go into winning to win. So uh, I felt like the first game was like against St. John's was like, that was a nail biter that came down to like the last play. So that was, that was a good one. And then uh, even for us, you know, going to the next game, uh, you, you got the hat on uh, UConn. I was and, hoping you wouldn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, kind of everybody. Obviously, UConn, they're they really good. They won the national championship. They're really good. But, like, they seem like to everybody, they're everybody's favorite to win the whole thing. So that kind of still made us feel like we were the underdog and kind of gave us an edge, you know, go and play against them, knowing it wasn't going to be easy. Uh, just to play hard, keep playing. They're good players going to make shots. But just to keep responding – and we responded enough to win that game. And then we went to Xavier, just super excited because, I mean, it's a championship. It's Xavier. So we were super locked in, ready to play. And then, uh, yeah, we just had fun. Um, Stevie, we were in the house for Madison Square Garden for your St. John's game. And uh, you guys kind of got punched in the mouth right off this, the rip, right? You were down 10 points at half. What was the conversation like at halftime, you know, being a, being a top seed, trailing at half of your first game? Uh, it was sort of just like us coming together as a team. At first, uh, one of our uh, walk-ons, actually, named Cameron Brown, he came in, kind of just, you know, talked to us about, like, just, like, not even, like, us missing shots, but just our effort and, like, the looks on our faces. So he came in, kind of talked to us, 
got uh, we're all, we're thinking like obviously we all have great relationships relationships to each other respect them so we're like we look at each other like yeah he's right we gotta you know change our attitude our looks on our faces and just our effort before we you know worry about making shots or scoring the ball so I feel like that kind of got us you know ready to go going back into the second half and then obviously coach smart came in talked talk to us about what he saw and yeah, from there, we just knew we we're going to have to take it one play at a time to work our way back and stick together no matter what. And I feel like that's what we're able to do to get out the win in that game because that was a really close one. Is there anything better than playing in Madison Square Garden? Playing at Pfizer Forum. <laughs> oh, Ryan, that's the one you're clipping. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then I just want to ask, did you hear the clip of Dan Hurley in the huddle talking in like a first you know, six or seven minutes of your game against them and saying that you guys' level of defense was unsustainable. And <laughs> you go on to do it for 40 minutes. Did you hear that clip? Yeah, we actually we actually did hear that clip. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we did. We heard that clip. We, yeah, we heard that. That must have been great to hear for you, especially leading that defense. And he just didn't yeah. think it. It was definitely great to hear because uh, we had felt like we weren't even like, you know, doing our best, as good as we could have been doing defensively. Like, me personally as well, I felt like I could have, you know, been doing a lot better. And just knowing that that's what they are feeling like, we were like, all right, that's a challenge that we got to take on. And I felt like we took on the challenge for that game. Now, you win the biggest championship, the regular season and conference. You guys are sitting there on Selection Sunday. Is there a little bit of nobody thought we'd be here and you're looking around, you know, hyped about it, and then you guys end up as a, a two seed? Like, what is the feeling in that room for Selection Sunday? Uh, it was really cool. Uh, we had been there the previous year, but we knew like that the previous year was going to be like, you know, kind of on the higher seed or in terms of like the number, like. Yeah, you were an eight seed, I think, right? Yeah, end up being so that was. But then this year, just the anticipation of, you know, being like a higher seed or like in this case, like a lower seed, a, a better seed was just kind of just like cool to really like kind of just like think about because like, you know, when you're watching. March Madness as a kid, and you see like the the ones, two, three, four seeds. You're like, whoa, that's that's pretty cool. Like we knew like it meant nothing. You still got to go play all the games, but it was still kind of cool, just like being there and waiting for our name to be called, see who we're gonna play. So that, that's always gonna be a great experience, and hopefully we get to experience that again next year. First thought when you saw Vermont lined up against you in the first round? I actually knew a kid on their team, so I was I was pretty excited to be able to play against them. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my first thought because knowing the kid on one of the kids on their team, and you guys blitzed them. I mean, you guys you know won by quite a bit, but TK gets hurt during that game. Any Tyler Kolick, we know. I mean, we've been lucky enough to you know interview him a few times. Any did he let anything creep into him at all, or is he just like full? This is the team. This is what we're doing because he hurt his hand pretty good during that first yeah. game. Yeah, definitely. I I feel like for him, he was you know he's a really like a team guy and. He cares about all of us and he knows what he, you know, contributes to the team. We know what he contributes to the team. So he was kind of like, yo, we're, we're, you know, just being like the leader that he is and just like, you know, staying engaged, even though he's dealing with like his hand or whatever. So he kind of just, you know, wasn't like focused on that, kind of just telling us all he's he's going to be all right and that he's going to be ready to play. So that was that was a, a big thing just as far as him just being continuing to be the leader that he was, even though, you know, he was dealing with an injured hand, which we've all deal dealt with. And it's not the easiest thing, especially when you're playing basketball. And uh, that's the game where Cam Jones goes off for like 19 points. He 
like mm-hmm. had a run where what he scored like ten points in a row or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. What's it like playing uh with a scorer like him? Uh, it's really it's really fun when you're on his team. It's really fun, uh, because you know he's gonna do stuff. You're just like wow. He's gonna make shots. You're just like wow. And then, but when you're in practice, you're going against him. You're guarding him. It can be kind of you know, all right. We gotta really lock in. We gotta really work hard. Yeah. We gotta really follow around. We gotta really contest all his shots. So. Which also makes it fun because it makes you get better. And so both sides, you can look at it and it's going to be, you know, a great, great thing to have him as a teammate. And he's just a great guy, like outside of basketball. He's just really fun to be around, funny, just a good dude, cares about everybody, selfless. Yeah, just a great person, great teammate. That seems to be a trend on the Marquette basketball team. Oh, yeah. Um, If you're guarding him, though, what do you, you can't step up on him because he could take you to the basket. You can't give him any room. I mean, I don't. I feel bad for the rest of the Big East, huh? Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm lucky he's on our team. <laughs> Legend has it that some of his basketballs have hit the ceiling in Pfizer. Can you confirm that or deny that? <laughs> I, I believe it. He got that. He got that arc, especially when he gets to shooting from full court, <laughs> full court, half court, three quarters of the court. I definitely could believe that. They go, they go straight out of the um, picture on the cam, or you know, when we're watching on TV, they go out of the picture, and then all of a sudden they're going straight through to the bottom of the net. So he's a yeah. hell of a shooter. Yeah, he definitely is. Quickly touch on the Michigan State game. Um, you know what? What? What do you guys want to do differently next time? Oh, uh, I mean, for us, we just you know, look at it, learn from it, uh, realize that it's in the past now, but. Realize we can still use the experience that we had to grow and be ready for next year at, at, if we're, when we're in the same position. So, and obviously it's like hard to think about, hard to talk about, but we know that we, if we, we're grown enough, mature enough to be able to look at it, take what we need to learn and uh, move on and get better. So, yeah, that's pretty much the biggest thing from that game. Is Shaka telling you, you know, is he using his motivation right now? Is it too soon to use it as motivation? Are you guys, you know, too new into your workouts right now? What is Shaka even referencing that game right now? Uh, uh he definitely, he's gonna, yeah, he, it's not too soon. Like we're definitely already learning from it. Uh, he, you know, thinks all of us, thinks very highly of all of us, and uh, thinks very highly of what we're capable of. So he has confidence that we're, we'll be able to, you know, look at that. Uh, and not like you know, be mature enough to look at it and learn from it, and not like continue to let us like kind of hurt us. Uh, just use it as material for growth, which is one of our three main things, core values. So yeah. Well, now we gotta ask what are the other two uh core values of market? Uh, it's relationships, uh, relationships, victory, and growth. Well, relationships, growth, and victory. So I'm guessing if you have the first two, you'll get to the last one. Yeah, yeah. Shaka sure knows. Shaka no, Shaka knows how to motivate a team. That's for sure. Well, that's that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, I I, I want to get off of last season a little bit, and as we start moving to next season, I mean, obviously you're not, you know, you haven't transferred. Hopefully, we never have to deal with you transferring. But can you speak to how great it is for Shaka to keep a team together? in this, you know, climate of a transfer portal. And he's pretty much kept your whole entire, at least starting five in the, you know, the players that really contributed last year together. I mean, you guys are really bought in. Does that speak to, you know, how close to you guys are as a team? Yeah, I think so. And I think it also uh, 
yeah, I think that's the main thing, like our core value relationships. I feel like we're just like so close to each other, uh, care about each other so much and just want what's best for each other. So that just makes it a comfortable and fun environment to be in that you just wouldn't really want to leave. And especially when, you know, you're getting, uh, you're winning and having success. So that's definitely, you know, what it is. And then just like, as far as just like expectations go, like just not having any really, and just, you know, focusing on working hard, uh, being your best self every day, getting better every day and just doing your part when it comes to game time, just playing your role. We all, before the season, uh, last season, we all like sat down, talked as a team and discussed what we needed each and every one to do, everybody to do. And I feel like just, you know, having that and focusing on that just helps you all like kind of stay together and appreciate uh, each other and what each, everybody else does. And I, and I got to ask you, TK and Cam Jones, and I think some other people messed with some people pretty good in the off season on their Instagram. <laughs> were you part of that when they were going off? Well, it actually like started off as Cam just, you know, just posting something before we had lift, not thinking anything of it. And then we all went back to the locker room after lift and we just saw his post and we we're just looking at it and we're like, like we're talking about, I, I sit next to, uh, like I said, uh, early Cam Brown. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I looked at him and I'm like, what is this? Because <laughs> I had thought what everybody else had thought that it implied. I knew he wasn't, but I, I like that Im I felt like it implied what everybody else had thought. So I just looked at him. He's like, I don't know. And then Cam was right across from us. We're like, bro, are you leaving? He's like, no, what? And then <laughs> we kind of just went on, on from there and started talking about it. And then we kind of just like egged it on really because everybody bit. So we just kind of, you know, had fun after that, just commenting on it, liking it, stuff like that. That's yeah, you guys had uh, no drama off season. So you had to give everybody a little scare. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that was funny because there's, there's people on campus asking about it. <laughs> Teachers asking about it, so that was that was funny. I texted Tyler Kolick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then Kolick comes out with a post like it's been fun or it's been real, whatever. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, Kolick? You already transferred. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real funny. Um, how about Olivier Maxson's prosper? Um, decides to go through the NBA workouts. Yeah, he's one of the best NBA combines of anybody in the draft, and uh, he is now. Um, declared that he's going to stay in the NBA draft and pursue his professional career. What was it like getting to watch that kind of uh, play out? Uh, that was cool because obviously everybody, like, you know, we all knew his dream was, and a lot of people here's dream is to, you know, play at the next level. So just being able to watch him, you know, through the TV, just live out his dream and be great was just, like, great. It's just, like, awesome because, like, you know, we all love each other, all care about each other. So, you know, seeing someone that you, like, genuinely care about, succeed it's that feels good so we're all really happy for him uh knowing he's gonna you know continue to do great things glad that we got to be his teammate uh share you know some experience with him share some championships with him uh yeah and just continue to stay in touch and have that relationship that we built while we were together at Marquette looking forward to that and and what's a team I mean we don't want to harp too much on Omax but what's a team getting in Omax uh again someone's gonna play hard defend uh can shoot threes you know athletic great great person like you said consistent theme just great person uh yeah just I feel like he's you know the perfect type of player to play in today's game along with uh the stupid superstars there are uh just because of how he can defend and 
guard pretty much any position, one through four pretty much. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's a great player and he's going to have a very successful career. Stevie, was there any um, thought to entering the NBA draft combine process just to do the workouts, hear from the scouts? Was that something you were interested in this year? You think you might be next year? Nah, nah, that that didn't even cross my mind. I was just, you know, worried about finals, finishing up school, you know, and then just getting back, getting ready for next year with the team. And let's take a moment to acknowledge you have won an academic award every year that you've been in the Big East. Um, <laughs> you're one of the top ac- uh, scholar athletes in the conference, and that's a huge accomplishment. So congratulations, man. Oh, thank you. And you're not doing some, you know, half major. I believe you're majoring in finance, correct? Yeah, I, fi- I major in finance and uh, information systems. So, so even after you will be a millionaire playing in the NBA, you will also have something to fall back on as well. So congratulations. <laughs> that is very, that's awesome to hear, Stevie. Thank you. So we got some more, f- we got some fun questions now. We got a little bit of a, you know, we did all your bio last year, this year. We got some quick hitters. So uh, I, right, I'm going to start. With going with um, Stevie, pick your three on three team. You can be one of them. I will say that right now. You need to win a game, let's say for a certain amount of money, for whatever you need to do to motivate you to win a game. You can, they can be your teammates. They cannot be your teammates. However, you want to go this. Give me your three on three team. Um, I can't do my teammates because I, yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't know who to choose. Um, I'm gonna go, uh, put myself. I got to put myself. I'm going to just put – yeah, I'll put myself. I'm going to go my favorite player of all time, LeBron. And then let's go with Shaq. Yeah. There we go. That's our three. Ooh, I wouldn't want to play that team. (laughs) I also have one. You know, Marquette has been in the news lately because Jimmy Butler is going crazy. Yeah. But I got three Marquette legends for you, and I need to start bench and cut. Oh. <laughs> so hopefully none of them are listening. Hey, actually, you know, hopefully they are listening because that means we're doing <laughs> something right. But start one, bench one, cut one. Jimmy Butler, Wesley Matthews, Jay Crowder. That's a hard one. I, I had to pick the three best right there. I'm going to go – I'm, I'm going to have to go uh, start Wes, bench Jay – or. Mm. Let's go. Start Wes, Benz J, and then cut Jimmy. Dang. <laughs> J and uh, Wes, you know, them two have, you know, came back, showed us love. So I got to show them love in return. Oh, that's so awesome. We're looking for Jimmy Butler to go to a Marquette game, is what we're looking for, is, is what I'm hearing right there. Yeah, we're looking for uh, Jimmy Butler to, you know, come through the Marquette game. I didn't yeah. want to. If I put D Wade there, though, he's starting over all of them because he came back this year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I got to throw D Wade in there. Absolutely. Um, I always like to ask if you couldn't play for Shaka, and you had to, and you were going to play for another Big East coach, which coach would you want to play for? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> That's the man who's still in, who's still got years in college left, Ryan. Okay, that's fair. Did you have a favorite um, road environment this year to play in? Because you guys, I mean, once you became so highly ranked, you had a lot of crazy, you know, environments to play in, a lot of sell-outs and stuff like that. What was your favorite road environment? I felt like the 
rating game was really cool. Uh, that was, I think that's also biased because we ended up like winning that game, so that made it feel a little better. But other than other than that, I feel like uh, Providence always has like a a really like that's a really cool place to play. But we haven't won there yet, so I can't can't say that was a favorite. But I feel like Creighton they had like a, a I don't know if it was a blue out or something, but it was a lot of people there cheering, and that game was kind of like, you know back and forth. So that was that was a really fun one. That was my game of the year, in my opinion, the Big East really? game. Yeah. Well, I thought that yeah. game was just that was, yeah, that was a, that was a big one too. Yeah. Um, best food on or near Marquette campus? Uh, it depends. Uh, I mean, my go-to is Chipotle, but for breakfast, I like Sweet Diner and I like uh, toast. But okay. my go-to is Chipotle. Yeah. Stevie, give me a player who's going to be the breakout player of the year next year for uh, Marquette. Other than Stevie Mitchell, uh, I'm gonna go with David Joplin, my roommate. He hey. gets buckets. He gets Is buckets. he ready to step in that Omax? You know, he's gonna be. We're you know, hypothesizing a little bit, but he's gonna probably be the starting four. Is he ready to step right into that role? He, he's ready. He's ready. That's our sixth man of the year, right there. Yeah, he gets he gets buckets. He gets real buckets. Uh, three-point shooting contest, you, Cam, and, and we'll do Joplin in there. Who you got? I mean, I, I can't not say myself for first. <laughs> I can't not say that. You Who's know. competing for second? You know, I'm going to have to make a lot. Obviously, they're, they, they're not going to miss. So, you know, I'm going to have to make make quite a few. Uh, but hmm, I don't know. They would argue about that for an hour, though, them too. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to pick one, though. If it was range, def- Cam can definitely shoot from further. Yeah. Cam, yeah, Cam Cam, Cam can shoot from anywhere. Stevie, you played with Tyler Kolek last year, and he obviously has a meteoric rise to Big East Player of the Year. What does that leadership mean on a team? You know, I just, in a few words, I know that's kind of a little more open-ended, but, you know, he's really became your captain, at, you know, at certain points last year. Yeah, I mean, he's a huge part I feel like just because like you just see the work he puts in how hard he works and like the success success it brings like biggest player of the year you go to the gym I could probably go to the gym right now and he'd be there so it's just like just knowing how much how hard he works just sets a, a good example for the success it can bring because of the success he's had and and God right what's the biggest shot you've hit in your career high school or college what's the one that stands out to you uh, I definitely don't remember anything from high school, so I'm going to go with one from college. Uh, the biggest shot I've hit, I know the biggest shot I've missed. Tyler ended up saving my bat, my saving my saving me for that. Like my freshman year against Illinois, I missed two free throws. We're down by one. I remember that. Tyler ended up getting the steal and winning the game. So that's probably the biggest shot I've missed. But made, um, I'd probably say. My first three against Villanova, that felt pretty good. At Villanova? Yeah, that, that felt pretty good. And I believe that's one of your highest scoring games this year too, right? This year? Yeah. yeah. You went off. Um, Steve, or as you go into next year, you know, what means more to you? Another bit, you can say both, but a biggest championship or a final four? Both. <laughs> so the correct answer. Both, yeah. But if I had to pick one, you know, Definitely, the, the final four. You gotta, 
we we've you know just have to grow, continue to grow for next year. So Final Four definitely be super cool, but definitely both. And uh, our last question to all the Marquette fans that are listening right now: What do you want to tell them? That we we love you guys. We appreciate all the support, and yeah, we couldn't have done anything we've done without you guys. And we're gonna need you guys again next year. Be loud, and you know it's gonna be it be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Hope you guys are too. Yeah, and yeah, Marquette Nation. It's a great place to live, great place to be, great place to play. Yeah, love our fans. We all do. Well, they're lucky to have you, Stevie. Right before you go, and I got Ryan in on this too. He doesn't know this. We got a quick game for you. These are counting stats. These aren't, you know, points per game. This is how many, you know, this would be like how many points you scored last year. But it's you versus a teammate. And you got to pick whether you had the better counting stats last year. And Ryan's going to play too. Or if they had the better counting stats last year. And so I'll be honest, some you win, some you lose. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine, I'd imagine. I'll lose okay. Some. Yeah. But I, and I found the closest to them. So. Ryan knows this one, so we're going to – Ryan, you're only disqualified from this one. I texted it to you today. Uh, did you? Oh, okay. Well, I'll read your text. Okay. Last year, you committed 86 fouls. Did Oso Iguodara commit more fouls last year or less fouls? He committed – he'd be hacking. So, I know I, I'd be hacking too. But I feel like I feel like he was more. Stevie, you know what? This is a trick question. You both committed 86 fouls last year. I knew year. it had to be right there because, yeah. That was the only one you're tied, and that's the only trick question I have for you. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would have guessed tied, but yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Ryan, you can go first on this one because you you know you were cheating on the first one, even though you didn't know it. Who had more assists last year? Sean Jones or Stevie Mitchell? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, give me Stevie. I, I got Stevie. Stevie? I got Sean. Ah, Sean, he'd be out there diamond, setting people up. Last year, Sean Jones had 35 assists. Stevie Mitchell had 37 assists. Oh, so that's wow. a dub right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. All right, third one. We got four, remember. So from two point. This is two points only. So, um, you know, shooting from two-point field goals. Who shot a better percentage last year, Tyler Kolick or Stevie Mitchell? Stevie, you want to start first? From two? Uh, Just from two. Probably me. Percentage. He definitely had more, like, points. But I feel like maybe my percentage, you know. He, he found me on those cuts. Those are the easy, easy layups. So, I probably had a better percentage. Come yeah. on, Ryan. Go against Stevie here. Uh, Stevie with those backdoor cuts, you know, getting to the rim. Uh, I'll go with Stevie there. Last year, Tyler Kolick shot 50.9% from two. Stevie Mitchell shot 51.9% from two. Okay. Got All right. This is the last one I got for you. So, blocks for the season. And this is uh, – listen, you might have say I got a piece of more or whatever. I'm going through college reference. Who had more blocks last year, Cam Jones or Steve Mitchell? Ryan, you started off. I mean, it's got to be Stevie, right? You said I win some and I lose some, and I won the past two, so I'm going to have to go with Cam. They have Cam registered at five blocks last season and Stevie at 
Four bucks. Oh, I don't believe man. it. <laughs> oh man, you have more bucks. I'm about to get that up next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I listen. You got to tell the people at College Reference. I got a piece of a few that you didn't see. Like you know, I got more than he did. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta hold my hand up next year. Sure. But you know, Cam's an elite rim protector, so that's great. That, well, that Steve. Stevie, we can't say enough thank yous for coming on. You are, you know, a fantastic human being as well as a, you know, part of that backcourt. So we really do appreciate you, and we can't wait to see what you're going to accomplish this season. And we're looking forward to seeing you deep into March and maybe even an April run this year. Thank you for having me. I had a, a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. Thank you, Stevie.